0: Welcome to Forever Exiled, podcast all about Path of Exile. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. I'm Tyler, also known as Wrecker of Days. Today we're going to be checking out the manifesto, the dev manifesto that was just released, going through all the points, giving our opinion. Yeah, for 3.9. 3.9. Balance in Path of Exile, Conquerors of the Atlas. Mm-hmm. So we'll just check out each point and uh, see what we think. Sound good? sounds good to me so we'll jump right into bows and other ranged attacks so all ranged attack skills have been reviewed most receiving numerical adjustments mostly buffs specific skills being changed mechanically have been talked talked about in this article okay i'm assuming this was previous release stuff (laughs) okay i don't know if we want to get into that then it goes into everything like there's all the reworks for
1: Oh, there's a lot of videos people won't be able to see but there are some skill reworks and some new support skills that Yeah, this yeah. this stuff was all known prior to today, so
0: mm-hmm. okay, cool. Let's just hop into the next one then. Certain skills have received significant damage increase if they were not seen much use, especially if they were greatly affected by the following changes. So a number of bow uniques have been reviewed. We still don't believe that rare weapons and unique weapons have a fair balance between them with multi-mod crafted rares and certain unique bows being far too common. We've made some changes to improve this, but are aiming to make further changes in the future.
1: I thought that was really um, a cool statement there where it's important to them that rare and unique weapons are equal in terms of power and consequence balance. You think that that's more because the
0: rares have been stronger?
1: I, I like think previously? so. I mean, a lot of builds revolve around uniques, but I think rares have been extremely Especially powerful. the multi-modded, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I thought that was neat that it's kind of their intention that they're equal in power. Hmm.
0: It's not a whole lot of detail, though, with regards to aiming to make further changes.
1: No, no, that'll be tomorrow, I guess. Cool
0: um mirage archer has been used by almost every popular bow build which is obviously true since release mm-hmm. providing a sizable damage bonus long range auto targeting the ability to deal damage while moving to lower its power relative to other supports mirage archer now has a lower range it can target enemies and the damage of the mirage has been lowered slightly was mirage archer common end game i know it's pretty common leveling i, didn't, I don't remember seeing
1: it a whole lot once you got into later maps. No, I'm I'm not a gem swapping guy, but a lot of people are. And a lot of people would just swap it out for... Like once you got out of uh, clearing maps? Yeah. Mm. Uh,
0: again, I, seen anyway. I assume the actual amounts will show up in the uh, patch notes tomorrow. Yeah. All right, cool. That one uh,
1: doesn't really... I mean, Neither of us are huge into bow builds, so... No, I um, I think Mirage Archer is awesome. I would love it if they had some sort of minion Mirage Archer type of skill where you would never fire but the Mirage Archer would do the majority of the damage. I think that'd be cool. But that's not so what it is. Like <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: I mean without the actual numbers I don't, I'd, I'm I'm not sure how much of an effect I I I feel like it was just used for clearing. I, I when I would use it it was obviously used for a bit as you leveled up, but I feel like I always pulled it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> similarly, the point blank keystone has been seen use on many bow and other projectile skills for a long time. We felt the damage bonus was too great at close range, forcing a close range playstyle onto a long range weapon. The keystone now provides 30% more projectile damage at close range down from 50% more tapering to 30% less damage at long range from 50% less. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Less of a positive, less of a consequence. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's
0: definitely true. It was like one... It's it, it still has always been one of those things that when they rolled on a map, it just didn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm. Just, oh, well, and think. considering that they're adding... Um, what's they call it? Attack ranged totem is what it is called. And in a few days, it'll be called ballista support. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ballistas, you don't throw them like you do totems. They're just going to plant right next to your character so I think that has a lot to do with it as well mm. right if you take the projectile damage it's going to be doing a lot less damage right next to it but it'll still be able to fire further right yeah that Ooh. one uh, that one to me seems good like I said
0: it's yeah. never mattered for quite a long time now mm-hmm. where where that passed like it, it didn't have any negative effect on anything it was only positive right Uh, We made adjustments to the damage provided by the Shaper mod that grants cold damage per 10 decks and the cold damage bonus on Hyrie's ire. The large amount of added damage from these two items was too great an increase for too little investment. More item item modifier changes are noted below. Mm. I'm trying to think of Hyrie's ire. The one specific? So Hyrie's ire, yeah, so you're getting plus decks, increased evasion. Oh, Mm. right, it's the chest, Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, increased chill duration on enemies adds cold damage to bow attacks. Ten percent chance to dodge attack hits. Ten percent chance to dodge spell hits. So they didn't like the cold damage per ten decks. I guess you could
1: stack that. I pretty high. The, ch-
0: the chest only has forty to fifty decks. Must have done tons. So well, no, but it's not else. her decks.
1: It's for your build. It's global.
0: Yeah, but um, it's just interesting that it's. Com- it's the oh oh, because of the amount of cold damage it is actually really high like the Mm -hmm. the amount that uh high resire adds to bow attacks is actually really Mm -hmm. high like on the high end it's 188 to
1: 262 yeah i'm excited for it where's that con more item modifier changes below yeah i heard that they were changing a lot of shaper mods that'd be interesting
0: cool uh, bow base types have been adjusted, giving more of a place to unused base types. The assassin bow, sniper bow, recurve bow types now have global crit strike multiplier. The spine bow, ivory bow, bone bow now have higher crit strike chance and attack speed at the cost of damage. And the ranger bow has slightly more base damage. The most powerful uniques using these base types may have been adjusted to compensate for the increase in power. Hmm. Cool. So that's literally just a buff. Besides like a slight <sighs> adjustment to uh damage down on yeah. spine ivory and bone and those aren't implicit those are just i wonder what the i wonder by how much damage. for that higher crit strike chance
1: yeah Hmm.
0: yeah some of these would be nice to see actual numbers which will come tomorrow but
1: mm-hmm.
0: cool bows and wands can now roll one attack speed tier higher than before the of a claim modifier giving 17 to 19% attack speed. This makes it possible to have a faster rare wand or bow than before and increases the difference in power between crafted speed modifiers and rolled speed modifiers. Huh.
1: So it can oh, roll higher. I like that. What's I like the- that. I don't know what the, well, I like the idea that rolls can be higher than crafts. Is it actually higher or is it just closer to
0: crafted? I can't think of what the top crafted speed modifier is. I think it's 16. Hmm. So 17, so you 16. can roll 17 to 19% attack speed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so you can actually have a faster, so you can have a faster, but I'm curious what the difference is between the crafted speed and the rolled speed.
1: Hmm. Well, they have that tier value for crafting versus rolled for other mods already. Like life, for example. You know, you can't craft over 100 life. Mm-hmm. You can craft 80, I think, what was it, like 85, 89, something like that, 90. But you can't get triple digits, but you can definitely roll 120, 130 on a, on a chess piece, for example. I don't, I don't mind crafted modifiers being
0: just slightly higher than what a rolled could be, but not by not by that much difference. Just because otherwise, it makes there's no point to crafting if everything can just roll higher rolled. Oh, for sure, for sure. Attack speed's are really powerful, though. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of neat. I like that. That's cool. And that's just bows and wands, okay. Huh. Um, Interesting that it's wands. Yeah, that'll be cool. Range attack totems have been rebalanced and renamed... Oh, this to ballistas. Passive tree improvements have been made, including a new passive tree cluster that includes some moved and reworked totem notables. Changes can be seen here. Is this again? Oh, this is This was based on when they announced it i remember that was one that was one of the first ones yeah pretty
1: neat i'm excited to implement it which part the ballistas yeah the ballista support Mm -hmm. um which i guess will be released to more of the details but they announced it at uh when you one of the things about the old attack totem that they had it would only plant one totem Mm -hmm. and it was substantially weaker and you'd have to have the multiple you know, the multiple totem support that came out, what, two, two weeks ago. Yeah. I think so. And so now this one's going to have a base. I think by default, it can use three ballistas. Right.
0: So all ballista skills will start with three max totems. Nice. Uh, Ballista totems will place much faster than other totems, letting you quickly deploy full power. Uh, they're all placed quite close to your character now. So position is important. Um, And then obviously just new passives added to the tree for ballistas and attack totems. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, and so you can actually gain additional ballista totems. Mm. So they don't say what the cap is. There's what shrapnel ballista, artillery ballista. And then,
1: yeah,
0: the Mm. one that they talk about is in snaring arrow.
1: Yeah. Those are the skills themselves. I'm excited for the support. Right. Ballista support. Yeah. Mm. That'll be cool.
0: Yeah, that is cool. Um, wand-based type damage values have been improved, and many of the above changes as well as the new barrage support will affect wands. We won't be making significant wand-specific changes this league, as we want to do this as part of a more complete archetype package. I do remember them talking about barrage, was well, specifically at ExileCon and people cheering.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's Because cool.
0: you now can use it Ah. Uh, for for uh, for wands.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that I wonder, you know, how they've had spells and they did melee, then they did minion. Now they're doing bows. It's interesting that wands are going to have a separate thing now. Mm-hmm. Separate patch, maybe 3.10. I'm curious what that focal point, those archetypes would be like, as I said. What did they say? Just more of a complete uh, archetype package yeah i'm I'm curious what kind of i mean obviously it'll revolve around newer skills Mm -hmm. that that don't exist yet but that's interesting physical damage i I hate when they say stuff like that though
0: (laughs) (laughs) just a giant ease for anywhere from one to four years
1: yeah Yeah. okay so they're doing a lot of prep we know that it's the assumption that it'll be before 4.0, right? PoE 2, right? They're trying to come up with a complete package and then release it very well balanced. You know what I mean? I doubt Mm -hmm. that they'll have huge plans for 4.1. Yeah, it will be the last three
0: acts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, so that's it for bows and ranged attacks. So now we're into minions. It's your favorite. Yes, it is. Which you i remember laughing with you that i knew for sure they were going to get something and you were pretty convinced that they'd be fine i
1: guess we'll, well see <laughs> i was convinced that no matter the the nerfs that they did to minions that it would still be fine. i i highly sure. doubt that they'll nerf it lower than it was in 3.7 you know what i mean even if it's lower than it is in 3.8 but let's see
0: so the weighting of minion modifiers on Convoking Wands has been lowered, making it harder to roll a great minion wand. Convoking Wand, is that not
1: the one that just came out with 3.8? It is. It just came out in 3.8. And it's a normal wand, but it has the ability to roll Convoking Wand-specific mods, which are all minion-specific. It's maybe four
0: of them. It's just weird to me. Wasn't the reason to introduce the Convoking Wand to make it so that you could have a great minion wand? Yep. No, so were they the just harder. so overpowered? You know, I, I should—I guess I should preface that a little bit with the fact that blight lasted me for a month or less. So obviously, seeing in towards you know later game, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a little curious, but that seems crazy to me that these wands are already being lowered, which is the whole reason they
1: were brought in. It is interesting because I think there is what four mods. Minion damage was a prefix. And then they had minion life, minion resist, minion speed. So so what was the strong And then cast speed. And those were all suffixes. And I mean, you could find wands that had three minion, four minions on them, but I I don't know. I personally didn't feel like they were uh, easy to get naturally. But I guess they have to consider the trade market.
0: Yeah, but that that would be weird if that's what they based it on. Like, what I, what, I what of those mods that you listed were the ones that were so so the wand know.
1: modifiers? The thing is, is that it's increased damage too. It's not more damage now, but the percentages are really high. So I guess in a, in a way, I'm I'm pleased. Sorry, you're you're pleased for what? That they didn't lower the tier values. So let's say the highest tier—I forget what it is—but let's say the highest tier gives 75% increased minion damage. I'm glad that they didn't lower that to 50%. That's your tier one roll. So I guess you know, Wang. If if they found that convoking wands were too strong, Mm -hmm. I guess I'd rather have it this way than them actually decreasing the excitement of a tier one roll.
0: So I'm I'm just looking at a, a convoking wand here. Mm-hmm. That says you can. There, there are eight additional modifiers that can roll on it. This particular one that people were talking about on Reddit is twelve percent increased cast speed, seventy percent increased critical strike chance for spells, plus one level to all minion skill gems. Minions have twenty nine percent increased movement speed. Minions deal forty eight percent increased damage.
1: Is that that overpowered? That's huge. That's I mean, fantastic. Plus Imagine one. I get wielding. that but here's the thing like i i play minions all the time um i play standard on console i play league on pc i play league on pc maybe for about a month like you with mm-hmm. you I, as much as i tried now i try and solo sell found everything i sell stuff but i don't buy and i didn't come to anything close for that mm-hmm. i'm still crushing the atlas with the way zombies functioned in 3.8 but i i on my convoking ones i have two minion modifiers and they're not T1s. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, is that that much stronger
0: than than, than something, you know, like a, uh, I don't know, like a possible six or seven like two-hander or...
1: Well, here's the thing though, you can get that on a three-socket item so that that's extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Right, especially if you could have two and there's no other item in the game that lets you have that much minion on it right? Yeah. Like gloves still let you there's, you can craft minion damage. Um, chests.
0: Uh, I don't, I don't, I, I, maybe it is, but that still doesn't seem like a problem to me. If I'm playing a, a caster or something that's doing attack, I can cast multiple of those mm-hmm. same type of mods in, in, in a, in a lot of minion builds, you're doing nothing. So yeah. you kind of need that damage, but I don't know. Like I said, I, I yeah. didn't play long enough into it. It's just funny that they're nerfing a wand that was literally brought for that one reason mm-hmm. no i i completely agree so it doesn't sound like they're taking them out they're just weighting them lower so that it will be less it's less likely of getting them right
1: yeah
0: mm. all right minion movement speed increases on the passive tree and necromancer have been lowered i, I guess how too much. Fast. <laughs> i still that slowing
1: minions down makes minions so annoying Oh yeah. Oh one of the I remember before three point eight with all of my zombie builds, I had to have minion speed mm-hmm. in my in my five or six link for zombies. It was a must. Otherwise I'd be leaving the behind. The only way they could catch up is if I got so far ahead that they had to teleport to me.
0: This is all in their plan to make things a little bit slower as they lead to POE two. Maybe, maybe. It's awesome if it works out. Yeah, but minions being slow makes minions terrible. So yeah. hopefully it's not by a huge amount. Yeah, uh, Both the damage and the buff from feeding Frenzy support have had their values lowered. As the support was providing too much damage, even if a player didn't want aggressive minions, the support was too powerful not to use. I don't know that it was too powerful, but it was awesome. <laughs> like, it was so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I used that instead of Meat Shield, and I, I really enjoyed it. So are they I wonder if they're trying to make it so that it's it, it, there's actually a value to meat shield because feeding frenzy was it it
1: didn't make sense not to use it. Correct. Just like I said, yeah. No, mm-hmm. oh, makes sense though because you have the two that they're I mean obviously they have to do something besides changing the behavior of the zombies. Right. So or or I mean minions I guess. I'm sorry. I'm just so zombie heavy, but they had to do something besides just changing it, but I, I guess they are primarily behavior gems, right?
0: Hmm. Ray Zombie had too much damage and life for a small investment. They've been lowered in power slightly in several ways: lower base damage, lower areas on their slam, no life multiplier per gem level, and a longer slam ca-
1: cooldown. <laughs> That's the uh, if we found the three point eight patch notes, that sounds exactly like the opposite of what they just changed. Yeah, like they made they gave minions the zombie zombies specifically more life. I remember the biggest reason that I added skeletons to my zombie only build was because they couldn't last and dot in the end game. Right, they were always mm-hmm. going to die to the yep, shape, but yep. they were always going to die to that. It's that green or that that end game guy that shows up with the shaper that always puts those novas on the ground Yep. yeah (laughs) and they would always die so So that's funny slams longer and smaller
0: did you ever i I mean i I didn't i don't remember zombies really having an issue with life even prior to 3.8 though like obviously it was made quite a bit stronger but i don't remember zombies being super common to die
1: that being said, I, I didn't really touch zombies
0: till 3.8. It's
1: like two. <laughs> I specifically made them defensive because they had like they could clear 90 percent of the atlas, but who cares about that, right? Mm-hmm. You're actually trying to clear everything. You you actually want to be able to tackle end game content, especially the guardians, which are the tougher of the battles, especially with the mods that they roll. You want them to be able to handle, right? If you're a zombie only build, you shouldn't need something else. You should be capable of clearing the entire atlas with the skill, mm-hmm. and that was what 3.8 was all about and adding for example that life multiplier per gem mm-hmm. it's going to be harsh yeah. i could see them adding that but just in a really low value for well, what 3.10 oh you think that they'll was bring it
0: back I, <laughs> yeah it yeah. is interesting that they didn't just reduce it
1: yeah hmm. yeah there's a lot of minion life on the tree, but you're really going to be a glass cannon if you have to focus on as many minion life notes and damage notes as possible.
0: Did 3.8 bring, so the things that are all being dropped, were they increased with 3.8? Like, is any of this going back to 3.7? Or like, it you know, like what, was slam cooldown increase? Was the area of slam increase? Was their base damage increased yeah. with
1: 3.8? Yeah, yep. yeah, all of it. Their cooldown, I don't know if the cooldown was decreased, but they made it so that you didn't have to focus on it. Originally, the only way that you had to decrease the cooldown was with the violent dead jewel that no longer exists. Right. Uh, You would get that through quests, I think, in Act 6. And if you ended up getting two of them, which was the limit, then you would be able to get your slam zombie slam down to about a second. Right. And I mean, if you had twelve zombies, that's that's, that's awesome. It's yeah. always going off. Um, now the cooldown is dependent on gem level, and they have that node. I forget what it's called, but they have the node where in the necromancer where it increases minion gems by two. Yeah, natural strength. Yeah, and that that actually we'll
0: yeah, because I'm I feel like I just so yeah. The next one we felt race specter was too easy to get a third specter at gem level twenty one, especially with. A natural strength passive third specter is now granted a gem level 25 giving a more challenging threshold for characters to strive for so a natural strength gave plus two to any of your minion gems which obviously made it really easy to get the third specter but why would you jump it all the way to 25 like that's wow.
1: four that's four four more levels you have to get on it well you have what you get 20 uh and then you're getting two to 22 natural right? yep and then and then I mean, granted there's what
0: well, you can roll now on the wands, but to, to you're still needing to get three points at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm.
1: That, that's how so like, you're looking to get one or two increased minion. And remember all those like gems are getting to be socketed. So like the plus one to whatever gems, those are going global soon, right? Yeah, but no, it's not going to be local. No, no, not necessarily a 3.9, but that might be something that they're considering. Yeah. Well, that. I, f- I feel like
0: in this line where it says giving a more challenging threshold for characters to strive for, more should be bolded and capitalized. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's a pretty substantial.
1: It's a pretty crushing, <laughs> especially if you're the type of specter user that actually uses a few different types. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One will give frenzy charges. One will give you the what's it called the proximity shield. Yeah. I mean, some people just load up. You'll have four or five of the same kind. That's but some me. people strategically use very different ones, right? Yeah. So it'll be hard got, for them. got all the same.
0: Goats or, uh, the guys from act, uh, is it act five. Yeah. yeah. ice ones.
1: You know what I'm, com- I'm impressed with though here is that that's all they changed. I think the convoking wand one is the biggest one, but if it was too strong, it was too strong. I guess they would know better than us. Hopefully movement speed isn't decreased too much, but, you're referring when you look to the fact that, that we're that, at the end
0: of minions, that this is sort of the, the yeah. that was a lot, right.
1: I mean, it's not the patch notes, but that from what they're changing only out of all the minion buffs that they did for 3.8, only zombies inspectors. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 still feel though, like
0: zombies inspectors were the minions of choice in 3.8,
1: mm-hmm. they, they were just mm-hmm. so strong. I think part of it though, is they don't have a lot of sustained minions. Like if they had more, Minions that you didn't have to constantly raise and didn't have a duration, I think that there would have been a lot more variety, but they don't really have that. Mm -hmm. Everything else has a duration, whether it's skeletons or SRS. I mean, you're terrified to have your guardian die, so that thing's staying super close. And like, what else would there be? Even like your other minion skills, like dominating blow, it's all duration. Right? So if you're actually playing a minion build and you actually just like walking around and having your army heal, you really didn't have a lot of
0: choice. What was the What was the um, poison one that was that came out that big? The Herald, um, Herald of Agony. No, it was a new one that was. Oh, what was it? it? It looked like a skeleton panther. Um, Carry on, Colin. Maybe I, I remember its damage actually seemed lacking compared to just throwing in another spectre to throwing in like i don't know so i don't know maybe some of those things will become more common maybe i don't want it if i I think minions it's not as fun just to play them with just zombies inspectors and it felt like you could at -hmm. least again only a month into 3.8 so i have no clue how it progressed after that
1: yeah yeah I I am curious though. I mean, there's a lot of people that couldn't play a lot of minion builds because they either played on console or they had just an average to mediocre PC. And when you're blighted maps with a million, you know, minions, Mm -hmm. it was a slideshow for a lot of people with a mediocre budget. And I mean, if they felt that even with people not playing the minion league because they couldn't play it, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. They probably would have had a lot more people playing Ray Zombies if it wasn't such a poor performance in Blighted Maps.
0: Well, I don't think this increases anybody's likelihood of playing Minions, though.
1: No no, 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 no. But mean, I'm, I'm saying don't think if they already thought here. too many were. Yeah. Right? Imagine what the numbers would have been if the Blighted Maps were smooth. I, I I'm pretty sure
0: Necromancer was like the highest played, what was it?
1: 42% 42 (laughs) of builds
0: were Necromancer this league.
1: Well, I'll be keeping my slow-mo zombies the way it is, and I want to see what it's like. It's damage up go down, but I had my six link even with, what was it, Elemental Army. And everyone else was going with Melee Physical with my build, but I was going with Elemental Army, and y'all, you'll probably need it. It's crazy
0: just by how much Necromancer was played more than any other Mm -hmm. ascendancy like the second second place was assassin at nine percent
1: yeah versus 42 percent that's a lot yeah maybe they'll get into it later maybe not but if this is the complete end including the ascendancy changes i'm really glad they're not changing the necromancer ascendancy notes again that's gone through two or three big changes in the last two years and i'm i'm glad they didn't change it
0: yeah I, I looking at it even further too. you see that of the necromancers 60% of them use zombies and 34% use specters whereas the next lowest one is skeletons at 16% and then it drops down to 3% at yeah. anime guardian wow. so that's literally all that was used was mm-hmm. zombies, specters and then a couple people threw in skeletons which I feel like was me too I feel like that's how I started 3.8 was just zombies, specters Val will summon skeletons for
1: fun yeah. I wonder if that meant, though, that the zombies and specters were actually too strong. Like, well, that would what explain a, what why else you're going to play, though. Right. Like you well, get zombies it. right away. Yep.
0: Well, and maybe they're just trying to make it a little bit less likely that you feel like, you know, that's the direction to go if you want to get to end game.
1: I guess as a minion lover, I'd love a lot more variety for permanent minions. You know, the constantly sustained ones. Mm I'd love a few more, but I guess that'll be in 4.0 with uh, maybe a couple other necromancer or more natural beast style minions with the 19 new ascendancy. You would I'm think sure there's to be, be something. <laughs> there's got to be. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. So the next section is non-damaging ailments. Chill, shock oh. and freeze are mechanics intended to give identity to elements, but have been fa- falling short of this goal. To reliably apply a non-damaging ailment to an endgame boss, either a huge damage hit would need to have been applied or more likely a guaranteed effect like chilled, shocked ground or the elementalist beacon of ruin would be used. For attack characters, there were almost no options to reliably apply these effects. We plan to change that. Uh, That's definitely true. Because uh, Mm -hmm. it's like a dual wielding swords or whatever. Yeah. The chances of you applying some of them to, to, to end game bosses was impossible.
1: Yeah. And the, well, I guess they're changing it now, but the, the, the method that they had before it only helped huge hits. Mm-hmm. If you were the type of character that where your DPS came from attack speed, like when they just revamped Cyclone, what was that? 3.7. How is somebody that's, doing paltry damage per hit, but a ton with attack per second, supposed to apply any chill or shock. It just couldn't happen.
0: Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Interesting. Um, we've greatly changed the calculation for chill and shock. Now applying a 5% chill only requires you to deal approximately 0.4% of a target's life down from 1.67%. A 10% chill requires you to deal approximately 1.8% of the target's life while applying a full force 30% chill requires you to deal 28%. That can't be right. That's got to be 2.8%. Right? This this makes any reasonable yeah. hit of an element much more capable of applying a chill or shock without massively weakening tougher enemies. It also means mm-hmm. the chill effect and shock effect are much more useful as it'll be much easier to turn a 10% chill on a boss into a 20% chill using 100% increased chill effect, rather than having to deal 460% more damage. Mm. Uh, If it makes it easier for attack-based characters, I think that's awesome. Well, let's hope it works.
1: They just finished changing how curses the the two strongest curses and Feeble and Temporal change, they just finished changing how efficient those are on bosses, right? Mm. They change the values to make it so that they're not as uh, what's the word? Not as efficient. They're not as good. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see if this is going to change in 3.10. You know, like it's it's the completely new values now. They're going to be seeing people. They're not going to change the values mid league again. But it seems like a big difference. Seems like it'll be really easy. It, it, does that?
0: I assume it also affects. Um... Like it'll be beneficial for everyone, not just attack-based characters. Mm-hmm. It becomes even, I guess, a little bit easier for spell-based ones uh, because of these yeah. changes. Oh, because of these changes, attack skills dealing cold or lightning damage will be able to apply these effects on bosses much more easily. But will also benefit from investment near the ranger starting area on the passive tree. We've added a new shock and lightning cluster, a new ignite cluster. And have made improvements to the flash freeze cluster. Fun, Cool to hear. Again, without seeing it.
1: mm
0: -hmm. Cool that it's there, I guess. Uh, In addition to these changes, we've changed non-damaging ailments. To care about an ailment threshold when applying an effect. Instead of the target's maximum life. For many monsters, the ailment threshold and the monster's life will be the same. But very high health targets like map bosses and endgame bosses will now have to will now have a significantly lower ailment threshold than they do life. This should make shocking or chilling the shaper much easier, as you'll be applying effect as if they had approximately half the life they have now. That's weird. They seem to be focusing a lot on those examples of the shaper. Well, I think shaper was always the one that was used as determining, okay, this is how much health the shaper has. I have to do Mm -hmm. this percentage. It's it's not possible. I just can't do it. Yeah. They don't... It's funny because they don't say
1: how much, just significant lower. Yeah, just as long as it's not too strong. It shouldn't be an easy tactic to chill or shock the end game. Well, I guess it's not going to be Shaper anymore, even though he'll still be there. Mm-hmm. But I hope it's not easy, even though they're making it easier. You know, I hope it's, it's nice and balanced. Hope so. Chill and shock now have a minimum effect of 5%.
0: from one percent this is because this value is much easier to apply so having insignificantly small chills and shocks don't justify the visual signaling Mm. nice we've lowered the number sorry we've lowered the base shock effect and chill effect of some mechanics that have a guaranteed value shocked ground now has a minimum of 15 percent which will affect similar mechanics like Skitterbot's necromancers corpse Mm -hmm. pact and storms gift
1: good makes sense
0: mm-hmm. and freeze hasn't had its duration calculation changed but will be applied against the lower ailment thresholds scorch brittle and sap have had their value calculations updated to be similar to chill and shocks new value calculation mm. so i haven't done much with freeze just it's now applied to the ailment threshold versus the life
1: yeah
0: mm. sweet hope it works I assume this is mostly just geared towards attack based like it, it obviously benefits
1: everyone but I guess so just like with the, I gave this like one example for the old school version or the old 3.8 version of Chilling and Shocking I guess it applies to the spells that are attack speed based too right not just hard hitting yeah what is that hmm? what's a what's a What what spell something <laughs> like ball lightning Hits lots, goes by slow, but each little tendril smacks quickly. Yeah. Uh, orb of storms. Hmm. Yeah. As the
0: average, I, yeah, I'm curious if those still will require some investment before they're applied, though. I hope so. I would hope so too. Um, as the character, as the average character's damage has grown over time, we're going to be incrementally updating monster defense to be more challenging this league, we're looking at monster life, resistances, and armor. We've done a pass over the resistances of all monsters in the game. Monster resistances should now be far more consistent. In general, monsters have more resistances than before. In particular, bosses. A regular map boss now has 40% elemental resistance up from 30. 25% chaos resist up from 15. A very strong boss like the Shaper now has 50% elemental resistance up from 40. And thirty percent chaos resistance up from twenty five.
1: Oh, that's perfect, man! I should have saved all my comments for the previous section until after this. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they coincide until, until well. all your minions are doing less damage. <laughs> They'll have
0: elemental army. They will make it. <laughs> um, monster armor has been large. It, I okay. I feel like it's, I feel like it still is a negative effect to. to to, to minions which is fine because obviously they were too strong but these coincide really well monster armor (laughs) has been largely irrelevant beyond a very low level for a long time reducing reasonable physical damage hits by almost nothing to mirror the resistance changes on monsters we're updating monster armor growth to be something that noticeably impacts physical damage characters when fighting highly armored monsters Mm. neat Yeah, uh, it, it's really hard to understand by like how much or what that's going to do without seeing numbers.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, for builds that are most affected by this change, we'll be adding. <laughs> I just love. I haven't even read it yet, and it's like we did this change, but in order to make it easier, um, yeah. for builds that are most affected by this change, we'll be adding a new stat that you can invest in that lets hits bypass an amount of physical damage reduction on enemies. This stat is enemies have x percent minus x percent to total physical damage reduction against your hits this can't reduce physical damage reduction below zero percent unlike resistance penetration stats this will be found on various weapon notables on the passive tree as well as a few smaller clusters and new influence modifiers this stat would also apply to physical damage reduction from other sources like endurance charges and map modifiers
1: interesting I always find those specific type of investments hit and miss. Uh, They were really strong.
0: Like for, Mm -hmm. for RF, you know, like the roll on the helmet uh, enemies Mm -hmm. around, you have minus percent to, you know, to fire resist
1: or whatever. Yeah. But that's something that every enemy has, whereas not the physical damage and armor isn't on every enemy yeah yeah it's just that a physical a
0: physical dealing damage a physical damage dealing person had nothing
1: before this oh I misread the mod story it says total physical damage reduction for some reason my mind was stuck on armor okay that makes sense so I mean I
0: I can see how they're like trying to even the field a little bit Mm -hmm. to make Mm -hmm. it so that it's not just uh, yeah yeah it makes sense but, I mean, the Chaos Resist is actually pretty... It's a pretty big jump. Like, in, in, the, in one of the notes from before, you know, a regular map boss is going from 15% to 25% Chaos Resist. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Impale is significantly affected by the higher armor values because of how its damage is dealt in small hits. Impale isn't directly affected by your modifiers, so it doesn't benefit from the stat mentioned above. Instead, some impale passives and the impale support will cause impales applied to the monster. Sorry, will will cause impales applied to the to give monsters minus X percent to total physical damage reduction against impale. This effect doesn't stack for each impale applied. These bonuses will usually have higher values than the generic hit reduction found on the tree. Wow, so impale is literally just its own thing. Interesting. And and the thing that it. The, the minus percent only affects itself.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Per, per impale. Uh, the life of all unique monsters in the game has been increased by 10%. On top of this, we've re-evaluated the life of all bosses in the campaign, with some of them getting considerable life buffs to bring them in line with the health of other campaign bosses. Some of these bosses, particularly early on, have had existing skills improved or new skills added in order to make these encounters more challenging. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind that. They need to be they need to last longer. Yeah, last long. Well, yeah. It it's one thing that cracked me up a little bit listening to Neon Talk and you know how they don't like people one-shotting bosses but a 10% <laughs> increase doesn't change that and there's always going to be something that will do it i feel like it sometimes you make them longer and you just screw the people who don't have that huge investment
1: sometimes, i do like yeah.
0: i do like where there's a new challenge to the to the fights where yeah. no immunity phases i don't like that but something that makes it so that uh you actually have to think about what you're doing
1: mm mm-hmm. So that's yeah, well, the, the improving skills, how they use it, the, how many skills they have. Did you see the new um, Brutus fight? No. In Act one? No. He's had, uh, he attacks faster and more often, for mm. sure. Same, same style of attacks, though. In a way, but he can chain them together faster. It seemed, obviously, I haven't done it, but from what I got from the video, it seemed like it was chained together faster. Mm. And he could do a lot more of them in a short amount of time.
0: Hmm, That's cool.
1: Hopefully. Nothing like Hmm. dying
0: in Act 1. Right (sighs) off the bat. Map boss life has been greatly increased at the highest tier of maps and now scales much more linearly towards higher tiers rather than jumping suddenly at tier 16. Awesome. Notable bosses like the Elder now have significantly more life as they're now only fought in late map progression. Special, Mm. Special bosses like Itziri, have had their life adjusted to match the new boss life progression. Non-boss monsters in maps have also had their life increased to a lesser degree. Awesome. Yep. Again, I'm I feel to like... See. What's that? Go ahead. You go. I was just going to say, I, it, I still feel like it is cool. I like it for most, but I feel like for the people who are just barely
1: scratching by, mm-hmm. it sucks. Well, they've been improving all skills, so maybe they feel like new players to POE are strong enough well I, maybe
0: except that you just said brutus in act one has been <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. and i am a huge yeah. fan of them making the game harder i miss yeah back in 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 the beta dying to dumb stuff all the time just because you weren't paying attention so
1: mm-hmm. um leveling. i like the scaling though to tier 16 I, people that do my guides all the time yeah. it's they're flying through the atlas they're flying and then all of a sudden Like they just said, there's this huge wall at 16 and it's all about memorizing the battle, right? It's not necessarily about how much life they have. So I like that they made it harder, but I like that you're actually preparing players for the difficulty. That's cool.
0: Right. So it's going to make obviously 13, 14, 15 more of a challenge. Yeah. And,
1: And you'll kind of, it's, it's not the way that it is, but it's the way that it's going to be. I hope it's where you have to pay attention in every boss. You can't just go in there huck about skeletons down mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's done and you have no idea what the boss does because it's dead yep so um, i'm I excited
0: a lot more fun to play that way yeah leveling certain Sweet. skills and supports were too prevalent when leveling allowing players leveling new characters to advance too quickly while not rewarding players using skills appropriate to their final build oh god that's so you yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Orb of Storms, Lightning Spire Trap, Onslaught Support, Smoke Mine, and Storm Blast Mine are being reduced in power at low levels, but will be around as
1: effective late game. I Of all of those, the only one that I used was Onslaught. Yeah, I those don't fit any of my uh, minion things. And anytime I've used Onslaught, it came naturally through the tree. I know that there was something with regards to the Smoke Mine stuff
0: that we saw at XLCon that I didn't even understand. I assume like Inspire <laughs> trap was just like just a bit boss damage or something. I I'm, again, shocking. I I only used the onslaught support while leveling. Hmm. So well, that's good. It, that that yeah. doesn't actually seem like much of a change to me.
1: Uh, it's uh, to me that doesn't seem to impact new players at all. Just the mm. people that just like to rush to endgame. game. Yeah, the people who knew sort of what they were doing and how to use it. Yeah. Right. yeah it's a very specific list they have, and it doesn't say and others.
0: Makes it makes. Uh, well, I guess they're. Makes the races a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> modifier adjustments: as elder and shaper items will now be harder to obtain, and large number of new mods have been added to the new influence mod pools. We've taken this opportunity to go back and reevaluate the power of various mods that have been added over the years through the elder slash shaper influence mod pool, the fossil mod pool, as well as the veiled mod pool. The goal of these changes is to have fewer must-have modifiers that outclass all other mod alternatives and not have the Shaper Elder influence mod pools and multi-mod crafted items completely outclass the new influence types on some slots. Here are some of the changes made. That's a lot of words. So they're literally (laughs) just changing
1: a ton of the crafting mod pools. Yeah, but including Fossil unveiled and Mm -hmm. Shaper and Elder, and they're trying to balance it with the... How many new bosses? Five new bosses? Four? Uh, Five. Like the Hunter, the...
0: Yeah, I, don't, okay. I, don't, I know there's five, I'm not sure where they all are. So, these are the changes made. Power has been lowered on some of the more impactful modifiers like cold damage pretendex decks on bows, and elemental damage as extra chaos damage. Oh, I did like elemental damage as extra chaos. Mm-hmm. Mm. Some modifiers no longer appear on shaper or elder items, like the increased physical damage, and socketed
1: gems are supported by modifiers oh. on two-handed weapons. Hold on two-handed? Hmm. I, at some point, though, they're getting rid of all socketed gems for local modifiers, though, right? But that might be all the way to 4.0. I don't know if that's actually true that they're getting rid of all of them. The, well, I, the, the intent, there was still I think going to be, be that... talk
0: where it would just be like an extra slot, essentially, that the item would have where it could still be affecting
1: the... I, I'm trying to remember how they worded it. They had an announcement for 3.8, though, where it would be like all your minion gems would be and then it would be all your melee gems. And then there was kind of uh, a little bit more. I forget which presentation it was at XLCon that I was watching on Twitch, but it was it was something along. There was still going to be be stuff where like a, a
0: two handed weapon had an effect on. Uh, something slotted into it or or something. I, I do remember them saying that that somehow was still going to work. Um, the can have multiple crafted modifiers mod has been changed. Now granting can have up to three crafted modifiers. Multi-mod crafting an item was proving too powerful for too low a cost compared with rolling an item of relative power. We'll be keeping an eye on the modifier to see if future changes are required. Mm. Why not just make it more expensive to, to craft it? I-
1: I totally agree. Keep uh, So you could have five modifiers and three. One of them costs 10 exalts. One of them costs three exalts. Sure. Or you I- could have uh, one exalt per crafted modifier type of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe five exalts for a lot of the players that play would be too little, but I don't know, two exalts per crafted mod. It's weird that they would completely remove it. Yeah, because
0: the people who were... Not going crazy into this and multi multi well I guess that's i get i i I kind of see both sides actually because if you just increase the cost for the person who's just playing for fun and goes, oh, that's cool i can I can craft that for an exalt, you know it's like mm-hmm. you know uh, hits can't be evaded or whatever I think it's one or two exalts um you know the a player who's not looking into to multi crafting could get excited by that and all, if you all of a sudden jump that up to being four or five exalts. Um that really would suck for them. So yeah, but that's an epic thing to have. I never I never I, I don't remember ever I bought multi-crafted mods. I never got into multi crafting them
1: myself. They drop and delve. And so it's interesting that I mean maybe not have them droppable, but only craftable. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, we'll see. I mean, it's not like we were rolling around with no builds that had six multiple crafted mod weapon or uh, I've definitely that's been like some end game and
0: leagues for me before. But that was also took quite a bit more investment. Yeah. So, well, uh, by then we're probably changing what build we want to do and we'll be re-leveling shortly anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, miscellaneous adjustments. We've made a number of other balance adjustments. Cool. <laughs> Ark, Solrend, Molten Strike, Shattering Steel Lancing Steel, Venom, Gyre and more have been buffed. This is a buff <laughs> awesome. Was it? it didn't Ren just get nerfed? I swear Solrend was just nerfed with 3.8 because in 3.7 sweet. it was amazing i was I'm surprised with Molten Strike I feel like, like Molten Strike was just um, nerfed at this league because it was really good in 3.7 as well
1: yeah yeah i don't and remember specifically it was still but a very popular
0: leveling choice
1: yeah mm. huh.
0: and an arc well. too arc definitely hit took a big nerf <laughs> <dirt> recently <laughs> yes it so. did okay this is a buff that's cool um icicle mines projectiles are now limited range meaning they won't travel as far by default and their projectile distance can be modified by projectile speed
1: i never used it did
0: you no oh
1: cool i the new mind system where it reserves mana it i mean i'm sure it's really cool and it makes a lot of sense but i kind of have like my my auras that i really like to use it
0: clearly works because everybody
1: doing the races was using them yeah
0: definitely i didn't understand anything they were doing anyway but (laughs) i know i saw the mana doing this weird like bouncing around so Mm-hmm. Uh skill enhancements that grant area of effect now grant higher values for the majority of cases. Most of them will grant sixteen slash twenty four percent increased area of effect. Ooh. Skill enchantment.
1: Hmm.
0: Unless you're doing a zombie slam. But but there was never a I don't think <laughs> no, there was a yeah. what was the what was the area of effect percent before, do you know? They say now that it's sixteen and twenty four percent. I'm trying to think what they were before. There's uh, there, there's a lot of different values. 8% comes to my mind. So 16 and 20... Is that, I assume 16 and 24 is like um, Uber versus... Uh, and then while you're pulling that up, Fortify and the buff from the Unshattered Will now give less damage taken rather than reduced damage taken, preventing cases where players were close to or reaching 100% reduced damage taken. Huh. Fortify, unsha-
1: okay. Hmm we were doing that right eight <laughs> percent is a common People area effect for some tens hmm. but yeah
0: it's mostly eight wow that's a big jump then double triple
1: mm-hmm. oh. well i'm sure the the 24 is going to be the notable in this cluster but hmm. cool that's the last one hmm. That's interesting but it'll fortify that players would be reaching hundred percent reduced damage taken I wish I knew about it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wonder at least so making that change what I wonder what that how much that drops them down less damage taken rather than reduced damage taken yeah it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, i mean it's it it is I think the um patch notes are going to be a whole lot more mm-hmm uh obviously more informative but a little bit i i think i'm more excited to see patch notes than like this this i'm I'm trying to think of anything in here that i was that really stood out to me and
1: it's not anything except that i got to laugh at minions yeah no i appreciate that this was one of the smaller dev manifestos though and i'm impressed that they didn't really have anything to apologize about like Mm -hmm. i I like almost every league but there's definitely a lot of volume to complaints from previous leagues and i kind of get the feeling in my memory that every time i'm reading a dev manifesto there's this paragraph on what they did wrong the previous league and Mm. this is what they're doing this league and i'm glad there wasn't any of that i i hope it was a positive league despite the lag problems of blade I, i hope it was a positive one for them this was a nice small
0: manifesto it seems like just a giant balance it really feels like this is all stuff they're just trying to do to balance stuff out.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, and at the top, it even says balance and path of exile. So like, it, it just seems like they're trying to make some more things on the same level, mm-hmm. especially when you have the folks 40, 40, whatever percent it is mm-hmm. going with, with one ascendancy yeah. for you 42%. Like that's, mm-hmm. there's a problem. Yeah,
1: that, so. I'm curious if they'll change any Scion notes this time around. There's been a few Ascendancies, like the Guardian was changed a lot. Was it 3.8 or 3.7? Mm-hmm. There's been quite a few different ones. The Necromancer changed a ton and the Necromancer Scion barely changed. I'm curious. There was almost no talk of Ascendancies in this. No, no, there wasn't. Just reference to, but no, no talk about changing it. So I doubt it will. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So find out tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for it. It was awesome. Yeah. a Couple more days. <sighs> All the patch notes tomorrow and uh where are we were Monday our time, patch notes on Tuesday. And what what do they normally have? The twenty twenty gems is the day before. That'll be Thursday. So what's Wednesday? What are we missing? Secret. Keep it secret. Yeah, I don't know. Challenge list. Oh, yep, that's right challenge list will be wednesday and then 2020 is on thursday and then the game on friday what are you doing friday me too me too it'll
0: be fun yeah cool well thanks everyone for joining us on uh forever exiled this is just the first episode of many uh i'm justin aka tags and i'm tyler wrecker of days